Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. I hope that you're having a wonderful day and thank you for joining me. I kind of want to do a freestyle episode, a check-in episode specifically on the topic of reality creation or in other words, manifestation. Now, it's been a while since we've talked about this topic here on the podcast and I kind of alluded to this in the episode where I talked about reading more fiction, but I feel like I went through a transitional period where a lot of my energy and my attention was being focused on, you know, self-reflection and healing and self-development and that sort of started to morph into a more creative practice with myself and with kind of designing my lifestyle and finally beginning to feel some sense of agency in my life and I really enjoyed that period of time but what ended up happening was I kind of got oversaturated in that world and therefore kind of stopped talking about it altogether here on the podcast. However, anytime I've talked about some of these things and some of these themes, first of all, you guys have really resonated with a lot of these conversations. And second of all, I've just had a lot of fun doing it. And I kind of feel ready to revisit this topic perhaps from a slightly different perspective and just to kind of check in and see where I'm at. Because despite these practices certainly taking up less space in my life nowadays, I do still really love approaching life through this lens. And I found that the idea of manifestation and reality creation and being an active participant in your reality and being able to identify desires and feel worthy of moving towards them, that was a way I think for me to combat this feeling of kind of disappointment with a lot of the narratives that were circulating or I guess feeling disheartened by what I was perceiving was I guess accessible to me in my reality and there was always this underlying feeling that I could experience more, I could experience things differently, I could experience things in my own way. I didn't necessarily have to follow a specific template for how to live or how to operate or navigate this world. And I would say the other thing is it kind of gave me a way to honor my own way of operating, especially when I felt like I couldn't really fit into certain systems or I didn't feel like I was thriving in certain systems and allowed me to kind of create my own and so like I said despite sort of being a little bit removed from that world now it is still a big part of my personal life and I do love to have a practice where at the very least I'm reflecting on 
the things that I'm moving towards and what's important to me and my core values. And it really allows me to tap into my creativity and this sense of belief that there's always more to be experienced, not necessarily from a place of having pressure to achieve more and to accomplish more, but more so just from a curious perspective of wanting to explore different limits of reality and wanting to see what's available and that like I said has been a practice that has brought me a lot of joy and I do really look forward to sharing any time that I have sort of an update in what that's looked like in my personal life. The evolution of my reality creation or manifestation practice and more so just my personal kind of self-reflective practices has put me in a place where the predominant focus for me now is simplicity and the sense that I had kind of in a former chapter was that I kind of was spending a lot of time reflecting and trying to almost borderline control certain aspects of my reality and it would just consume a lot of my time and my energy and I kind of think that that was appropriate for the chapter that I was in and I enjoyed it however as I've alluded to before I'm kind of in a different phase now where I'm wanting simplicity I'm still wanting to check in with myself and feel inspired but I just want to keep things simple and because I've kind of been out of the habit for a while now of checking in with myself I tend to find that when I'm in that phase where I'm kind of out of it, out of my usual routines, not really checked in with myself a lot, that things kind of start to build up. And I started to notice a couple of things building up and there's similar themes that I've experienced many, many times in different ways that have kind of manifested in different ways in my life. But for whatever reason... I wanted to like sit down and just kind of get to the root of some of these patterns that I have because there's this point that I get to with certain patterning where I just I know deep down that it needs to be shifted and it just becomes so uncomfortable and of course shifting a pattern is also uncomfortable but when the alternative of staying in that pattern is just creating a lot of you know, negative emotion or a negative life experience, that's when I know that I need to kind of sit with myself and sort of come up with a strategy. And I think that's the aspect of some of these practices that I've really resonated with over the years is something that allows me to kind of take a step back and recognize that I am an active participant in my own reality and I can always make a different choice. Now, the difficulty that may be involved in making a different choice is undeniable at times, especially when the patterns are so deeply ingrained. But I always find it more uplifting to remind myself that the choice is there and it doesn't mean that I have to make the right choice 100% of the time. But at least if I can have an intention to create a new pattern and be aware of that intention and you know, do my best to move in a new direction for myself. That is something that makes me feel really good about my life and makes me feel 
just like I'm moving in a positive direction and I'm having a say in how my life is unfolding and the choices that I'm making. I think that's the difference between a previous chapter of my life where I started to come to the realization that a lot of my patterns and a lot of my decision making and my way of being was seemingly happening kind of automatically and when I became aware of this and I became aware of some of my patterns and came to kind of question how I got to a certain point in my life I just began to feel very disconnected from myself and kind of being a little bit more intentional about these things doesn't necessarily as I said mean that I always make the right choice but it brings me a lot of comfort to feel a little bit more familiar with myself and understand where I'm coming from with things and to even give myself space to explore why I do have a certain pattern and kind of not coming from a place of shaming myself for having those. So I mentioned that this episode was kind of a manifestation check-in and the reason that I've kind of shared about patterning is because what I've observed is a lot of the time when I have a certain intention for my life or a certain desire, I find that there is an equally prominent sort of reaction or rejection response or fear that is attached to that desire, especially when the desire represents something that is, for example, far out of reach or feels far out of reach, something that I've never personally experienced, something that feels really big. That's when I find an equivalent kind of size, if not bigger, reaction or pattern of avoidance, for example. And I've kind of been feeling specifically career-wise as though I'm kind of going through a big transition and I'm wanting to experience my career a little bit differently and I've kind of articulated over the years what I want that to look like and how I want to design that and I'm very lucky and I can look back and just be so grateful for having had the desire years ago to create something for myself that was unique to how I want to live and how I want to operate and being able to actually, at least for now, live that reality makes me so grateful and makes me so much more hopeful about continuing to design it in the way that I want it to because I think it's an evolution. So I've been feeling the urge, I would say over the last six months, maybe more, to kind of move into a new phase of my career or evolve specifically the way that I relate to my career. And you know, I made a lot of progress with this, but I feel like being in sort of a public-facing career, there are times that my self-worth or the way that I feel about myself is very much reflected by how things are performing and the metrics and the numbers. And I've definitely mentioned this before. And that kind of has a effect on my creativity and how I express myself and what I began to notice is it follows a similar pattern to some of the social patterning that I'm sure we've all experienced which is you're not necessarily getting the outcome that you want socially maybe you're not being included as much as you'd like or you're comparing yourself to other people who are experiencing greater levels of social acceptance or praise or whatever it may be and so as a result kind of changing the way that you operate and you express yourself and I just kind of began to notice these social 
responses that I would have earlier in life showing up in my career. When I reflect on why I set out to do social media and have a podcast and have a space online for myself that I could have a career out of, it was truly to just express myself, to be creative, to connect with people, to share my own unique way of being and a natural consequence of wanting to continue that career and to continue to be successful is to desire a certain type of recognition or acknowledgement for that career. But again, I started to recognize that I was almost altering myself, my way of expressing, which I think to some degree is natural, but to the point where it was kind of deviating from what I truly wanted to share and post and what I wanted to be creating to the point where I wasn't really enjoying it. And that kind of goes against why I chose to do this career and why I love it so much. And it just kind of took me out of why I really started down this path to begin with. And I began to become more and more aware of how much that actually impacted just my image of myself and, you know, not just professionally, but also personally. And also the whole concept of comparison and how much energy that would consume in my day-to-day life. So that's kind of how I start to know that it's time for me to check in with myself is when I start to feel a great degree of discomfort or, you know, resistance or friction or tension or whatever you want to call it in a specific aspect of my reality. And specifically in this case, when I kind of start to feel myself deviating from my original intention, and I do think it's okay for that to change and evolve, but for me, the way that the direction I should say that it was going and the way that it was impacting my self-worth in certain ways was not a way that I wanted to continue engaging with my career. And it was really important for me to at least start to get the ball rolling in a different direction and interrupt this pattern and to be aware of what was going on. So the first thing that I kind of do, this is like a really simple practice that I like to do when I notice this coming up is just to check in with my current desires and intentions and essentially my current vision for whatever area of life I'm focused on. So let's say in this case career, sitting down and in as much or as little detail as I desire, just writing exactly how I want to feel, you know, the specific things that I would like to experience the feelings that I would like to have, the sensations that I would like to experience, whether that's a feeling of freedom, calm, whatever it may be, and actually perhaps the specifics of the situation. And so for me, when it comes to my career, there are a few different things, but predominantly it's to just be able to create in a way that is natural and in a way that feels authentic to me and feels good to me and isn't rooted in the desire to necessarily compete with someone else or even on a budget quality is non-negotiable 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Anything of that nature just to truly express myself for who I am, because I think that individually we have so much to offer. And of course, inspiration is great, but to be able to really honor my voice and my way of expressing, that is something that I guess has become very important to me. The other kind of thing that's important to me with respect to my career is being intentional about the way that I relate to my career. So what I want it to look like is obviously continuing down this path of content creation, of podcasting, of expressing myself, being creative, etc. But with respect to how I want to feel mentally, articulating that is really important to me as well. And I've always said having the freedom to express myself and feeling confident or at the very least neutral about the way that I do things is really important to me because I don't want to have this looming feeling that I'm always doing it wrong, I'm not doing enough, and sort of just this internal competition that is constant and really, really unpleasant. I do think having some degree of forward momentum and motivation is important for me, but there's kind of this tendency within myself to be way too hard on myself and perfectionist and always think that I'm doing it wrong, always think that somebody else is doing it wrong. And experiencing that allows me to kind of recognize what that feels like and appreciate that that is not how I want to feel in my career. So I always reflect on, okay, well, what is the opposite of that? What does that tell me about what I do want? I want to feel more comfortable with myself. I want to feel at the very least, that it's okay how I choose to express myself and to not be so fixated on metrics. Now, there is no denying 
this is like kind of an aside, but I feel like sometimes there's this kind of saying of you should never do anything for the money. Now I've kind of unraveled that narrative within my own mind because I think the reality is as far as I know, money is really important. Things are expensive and you know, people deserve to get paid and to get well compensated for the work that they do and to be comfortable and to be well resourced. And so, of course, being financially successful and being paid well for the work that I do is also very important. So I can get really detailed with it and I can come to understand what that looks like, what that feels like, kind of create a vision for that. And if I don't have a lot of time, I'll just kind of jot a few quick bullet points down But just kind of getting to the essence of what I want to experience and perhaps how what I'm currently experiencing or the way that I'm currently experiencing it is not necessarily resonating with my desire. And then kind of the interesting part for me is then getting into, well, what is kind of preventing me from living that reality? What is preventing me from just, for example expressing myself effortlessly, excuse me, effortlessly online or doing what feels natural to me, creating the way that feels natural, not worrying too much about the metrics, etc. So really sitting with like, okay, well, what is stopping me from doing it in the way that I want to do it? And for me, what I realized is a couple of things. Number one, something that comes up a lot for me with respect to having an online kind of career is the fear of being annoying and you know it's it's this idea that I don't want to talk too much about one thing I don't want to share too much about one specific exam or scenario I don't want to talk for too long I don't want to make videos too long I don't want to take up too much space I just don't want to impose myself on other people's lives and what I began to realize is this if if my desire is to just express myself online and connect with the community online and have that engagement etc if that's my desire then you know I need to be opening up my mind to inspiration and creativity in order to be kind of feeding that desire but instead a lot of the time my des- or my attention and my energy is more consumed by censoring myself and editing myself and being worried about how people would perceive me and creating narratives surrounding that and so you can understand how that would stop me from moving forward and experimenting online seeing what lands seeing what people resonate with seeing you know, how it feels to express something in a certain way. And depending on how much time I had, I could spend a little bit of time reflecting on why that fear is so prominent in my current experience and why I'm trying to avoid being perceived as annoying, for example. For me, the answer is probably, would probably come very quickly and it's just like, socially not wanting to be perceived as too much or take up too much space or be annoying I remember as a kid like the worst possible diss you could give to someone was that they were being annoying and I just remember that being so hurtful and you just feel like you're in the way and people don't want to hear it anymore they don't want to hear from you and so like it's easy for me to understand where that came from 
And then to go a little bit deeper, I was thinking about like, why am I so attached to metrics? Because I think to one extent, it's very natural in this career when it's public facing to have some degree of attachment to how things are performing. But for me, it's like a very deep attachment at times. And when I really considered like, why is that so important to me? Or I guess, why does that kind of play such a big role in the way that I express myself and, you know, sharing things in such a way that I hope that they'll be more heavily engaged with, for example, why is that so so much a focus when I can see other people seemingly just creating and kind of having fun with it. And what I realized is I think I have like a deep-seated fear of actually not being seen. And to go a level deeper than that, it's like a deep fear of being left behind or not being included or not being acknowledged or appreciated and just kind of feeling like an outsider and looking at other people succeeding and feeling kind of left out of that world myself. So again, I'm kind of allowing that fear to dictate my actions and to be the foundation of how I approach my career, which kind of, again, goes against just being willing to show up and express myself freely and connect with people, etc. So that's kind of the gist of those two aspects of clarifying the vision and then trying to understand the underlying fear or the rejection of that vision. What's kind of blocking me from fully expressing that vision and fully moving towards it. The next thing that I'll do is just check in with myself to see if I have any thoughts, just have a little space to reflect. So the way that I do this is on Notion. I do a lot on Notion, but you could do this in a journal too by just writing out your desire and then kind of your rejection of that desire or any fears associated with those desires and then kind of just writing out any reflections that you may have with respect to those two things. So I just spend some time kind of exploring maybe where those may have come from like I said and how I want to move forward. Now the really fun part for me is to create a little experiment for myself to essentially build a new pattern and to create a new experience that is no longer quite so deeply rooted in this fear that I have. So quite often the experiment that I have for myself is representative of you know, whatever is in opposition to that fear that I have. And in doing so, it allows me to create a new pattern because like I said, my previous pattern is quite often rooted in avoiding that experience, avoiding being perceived as annoying or avoiding not being seen, for example. So a couple of things that I wanted to experiment with myself with sorry, that sounded weird, was I just wrote down like be annoying. And I don't even really know what that means, but just talk about things freely as much as I want and recognize that this space that I have online is my space and it's my chance to express myself in the way that I want to and to experiment and to create and 
I trust that in doing so and in not constantly restricting how I do that, my content will find the right people. And that's kind of a bonus, you know, that I get to have a community as a result of doing these things. But ultimately to just be able to give myself the space to just be myself. How often do I allow myself to do that? How often am I editing myself so that I'll be the right fit for someone or appear a certain way? And what is it like to kind of let go of all that effort and to just experiment with whatever that looks like? And so when I notice the urge to edit myself, to stop myself from saying something, you know, within reason, um, and to just, you know, curate the way that I express myself to the point where it doesn't feel authentic anymore, trying to interrupt that pattern and just trying to actually say the thing that I want to say, to express in the way that I want to express, to maybe make my video a little bit longer, even though that feels like I'm taking up a bit too much space, or whatever that maybe will look like. Now, I haven't really identified an experiment to combat this fear of not being seen, but I think what I'm working through right now with that fear is to pretty much like play out the worst case scenario that is like, okay, you're not seen, you're not acknowledged, you're not getting attention, people are not paying attention to you, they don't care. Like, are you okay? Are you still alive? And to just get used to that feeling, to not always have this sense of anxiety if I sense on some level that I'm being left out, being left behind, not getting the engagement that I desire, and just allowing that to consume and occupy less space in my mind and to just kind of not react so much when that kind of happens, to not engage so much with it. So yeah, that's my little check-in and my current little practice that I've been doing. Just to reiterate, I will write down a goal or a vision for myself that I have in a specific area of life. I will write down any fears associated with that goal and maybe even reflect on how those fears may be informing how I act in that area. So how does the fear of being annoying inform how I show up in my career, for example, to get really clear on what that looks like and to be aware of it moving forward? I do a little personal reflection on perhaps where those patterns may have come from, why that fear may be taking up so much space in my life. And then I identify if I can think of anything. If I can't, it's good to just be aware for me. A little experiment for myself to kind of pull myself out of that pattern. And like I said, I never expect perfection from myself, but I am aware of the fact that if I'm feeling this discomfort and I'm recognizing this pattern that for me personally the best way I know how to get out of those patterns is to create new ones and I try to detach myself from any expectation of that new pattern being created on a specific timeline because maybe it will be very quick maybe it will take a while I don't really know and it's different every time so I don't really try to predict that. But that is where I'm at. I had actually planned to do a Q&A this week about pregnancy, but because this was top of mind, I decided to 
shift that back a week, but no promises because I'm always shifting things around just based on what's coming up. So I definitely will get to that. I have some really interesting questions and things that I want to talk about. And actually, I will say a little live experiment here that I think a lot of this fear of being annoying came up when I announced my pregnancy online publicly. And I just had this fear. I was like, how much is too much? How much can I talk about this without being annoying? And, you know, the reality is, is this is the biggest thing happening in my life right now. And I like to share from specifically what's going on in my life. And it feels very natural for me to create in that way and just to speak to my real live experiences. And so for me to not share things about the pregnancy and what's been going on with the house hunt, etc., because I'm scared of being annoying, that is a perfect example of the pattern that I'm trying to interrupt. So if you don't see that Q&A coming out, follow up with me because I really want to make an effort to interrupt that pattern of mine of thinking that I only have so much bandwidth to talk about a topic and then I have to be quiet and, you know, talk about something else. This is what's going on in my life and I'm really happy and I'm really excited to share it. I want to just be truthful to that. So that's what's coming up. I'm sure there will be more, but yeah, thanks for being here this week. I hope you like this little informal episode definitely feeling like I'm moving in that direction but the odd time I feel like doing something a little bit more formal and a little bit more scripted so let me know what you think of both formats and also as always questions comments feedback I have an anonymous link in the show notes or if you want to send something personally then feel free to dm me and yeah that's it for today I'll see you next week Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.